to another special episode of Zeno Chat. I'm one of the hosts, Tyler, along with Justin. Hey, everyone. All right, we got a bunch of returning faces today. Uh, first of all, we have Mary. Hello. And Nick. Hi. Uh, returning from our Cosmos episode is Chris. Hi. And making a, a appearance of... For the first time since our Katsukan episode is Jesse. Hello, hello. All right. This is going to be another episode of our little mini series where we focus on Malasoft and Zeno related news. So let's kind of jump right in. Uh, first up, we have a bunch of figurine information. Um, so, yeah. Um, we can still, there's, because uh, I know there's a rerun of the Mithra and Pyra figures, and those are still up for pre-order, is that right? Or Yes, they yes. are in some places. Uh, I believe on Right Stuff, you can still get them on Right Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see any other places for those. No, I'm actually finding right some stuff. on, I'm finding some on Amazon, actually. Oh, yeah, I Amazon may be another place that I didn't check yeah. that one. I should specify Amazon US. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Amazon GP though. Like that could be an interesting place to check as well. But yep. yes. And in case you missed it, looks like Cosmos is still available on Ami Ami. Probably won't be available for too long, but if you're fast enough, she can be yours. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, I'm surprised she's still available. Such a gorgeous girl. Hmm. <laughs> Also, uh, and the big, the other big figure that is also coming eventually is Melia, and Melia is also available for pre-order on Ami Ami and Right Stuff, possibly on Amazon as well, and Good Smile Company, I believe. I think the Good Smile, yeah, the Good Smile one closed. Oh, the Good Smile one closed. Okay. Did the Good Smile have the other two though? Like, I think you have Good Smile had the other two, but okay. both are closed now. Good Smile still has Mitra and Pyra. And uh, aside from that, I believe we also have the uh, model kits of Zeno Years. And these are basically four model kits coming together in one box, I believe, maybe. <laughs> But uh, these are unpainted, though, so you need to assemble them and paint them. But it's still interesting that it's coming out, and it should be coming out this month. We're in May, but then again, we're like we're like May sixteen, and like there's still no news of them being shipped or or anything because I pre-ordered them and I still have no news. So. That's usually a sign of might be delayed, so we'll see. But these yeah, are still available really for quiet. pre-orders. Yeah. yeah, they're still available for pre-orders on Amiami and uh, Abilin Japan also have them. I don't know if other places have them, but these two do have them. I think that's about it for the figurines. <laughs> but yeah, I'll try to pro. I'll try to supply some links in the show notes when I get done. Yeah, definitely do. And yeah. if you want some more Zeno merch, Ami Ami still has some of the uh, acrylic keychains that they oh, released yeah. around the time Definitive Edition came out. And they also have 
some of the metal Monados available as well. Uh, you can still get Dunban, Ryan, Sharla, and Ricky. And those are pretty cheap. They're like, yeah, Dunban's the most expensive one right now at 320 yen. Uh, Ryan, Sharla, and Ricky are only 220 so if you're making an order on ami ami and you want to just like add something else in there those are definitely good things to just throw into whatever order you're getting from ami ami yeah so i guess should we move on to the next one well if you're also looking into other type of merch um delaney um which is an artist that you might follow on Twitter, is holding a Kickstarter uh, for another set of pins. Um, I will also try to put a link to that in the show notes, but um, she's got a ton of different pins of characters from Xenogears, Xenosaga, and the Xenoblade games. And it's Kickstarter is doing very well, and probably a bunch of us are going to invest in this after this episode. They're yeah. so cute! <laughs> Bye, <buddy. laughs> They are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this thing is going crazy. There's 27 days to go as of this recording. 45 people have backed it. There's a $500 goal, and they're at 3,151. So that's pretty nuts. That yeah. is awesome. Is. <laughs> I mean, she deserves it. Her, her work is incredible. And I, I did get some of her pins from the last one, and I love them. They're so beautiful. I'm so excited and about that junior pin. <laughs> Yeah, Same. the junior pin looks really good. Junior uh, what Chaos else? I have Laura is going to be there. <laughs> the Jin, Ziggy one Hayes, is Zeke. Ziggy one's so cute. The Ziggy, yeah, the Ziggy's coming. The up. Ziggy one looks really good. Oh, there's a Maria one coming too. Nice. Yeah, Maria and Emeralda. Yeah, and like not just a Kickstarter. You can also check out their store at Joy Pendants. They have a lot of really cool stuff there. Some prints, stickers, and pins from non-zeno series too like i know they i know they had some near ones oh there's oh wow they have a really cool chiaki nanami pin from danganronpa i think i saw an aegis yeah, one as check, well check them out hmm i think i saw one with a uh, aegis from persona 3 as well in their shop <gasps> oh Ooh. i actually didn't even see that one yeah, we could do this whole episode of us just, like, browsing their store and being like, oh, that looks really cool, or, oh, man, I gotta go buy <laughs> this. <to> the list. <laughs> there we go. There's a lot to gush about. Just, I'm yeah. buying stonks and pens. <laughs> <laughs> I will wait after the episode to do this, because otherwise I'll be way too distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We should do, we should do uh, an episode, like, a joke episode where we're just looking for Zeno merch. Oh and my just gosh. browsing different stores and do it in like real time. Yes, uh, I would love that. We and losing so all can... our money oh, in man, the I process. Yeah. <laughs> we need bot on so they can find all the dungeons. How to make a Xeno fan broke in one yes. day? <laughs> Somebody did Robin point. would be the king of looking for dojin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. There, there's been all a bunch right. of people pointing me in the direction of some good stuff as far as fan made Zeno merch, so we could definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Well moving away from merch, um, and more into Monolith Soft as a whole, um, they have been continuing to grow a lot. So 
um, recently, um, well, more like near the end of April, I believe, um, they're tr- they put up a listing of 40 new roles in the company, and they're trying to increase from 272 employees to over 300. Now, to put that in perspective, in 2017, they were at 115 employees, or 150, I'm sorry, employees. So that's, they've been growing super fast, and it's pretty amazing. I, it's I'm I'm very proud of them and the work they've done. I'm so happy for them to be honest because I know they had a very difficult path before, and I'm happy that their company is just blooming like crazy like that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they deserve it honestly, especially with how much they also they do, do on the side, aside from their own projects, getting more staff so they have more manpower behind their own stuff too. Imagine, imagine mm-hmm. their power in these upcoming years. Like, they managed yeah. to make Xenoblade 2 on, like, that tiny of a staff. And they now have the ability to do even more. Love that for them. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's 2021. Monolith is thriving. I'm so proud of them. And I'm so happy for them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm just... I'm, I just can't wait to see what comes from them next. Yeah, yes. because their stuff is always so amazing and like full of passion that like it's always exciting to see what will come up next from them and stuff. And I'm really excited to see what comes up next too. Disaster Day of <laughs> Crisis remake. I'm predicting it. <laughs> I'll take it. It's like I'll a take few anything years that ago. comes. It's like a few years ago. I feel like I would have been like, "Oh, I really want them to make another one of this," but right now I'm just like, "Let's just see." I'm good with whatever. <laughs> I'll see what they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, speaking of possible things they might do, um, a little bit ago, Botan Kaito's uh the first one and Origins was trademarked in Europe, which is very interesting. I mean, it could lead to nothing, but at the same time, Botan Kaito's Origins never went to Europe, so it's like, why are you guys registering that in Europe? Um, so Yeah, it's like hmm. suspicious. <laughs> yes. And if people aren't familiar, Botan Kaito's was uh kind of a series of RPGs that uh, Molosoft made for the GameCube like right after Xenosaw Episode 1. Um, they're I mean, they're, they're RPGs that focus on a card battle system which is actually probably one of my favorite battle systems to be honest. It's, it's really fun, fast-paced and they have gorgeous 2D backgrounds which you don't see these days. Um... But I I would definitely pick up an HD collection or whatever collection if they brought it to uh, current platforms, especially Switch. I would love that. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. I would grab it for sure, too. Oh, yeah. Me, too. I actually never played Batsen Kaito. Me, either. either. I I also didn't, and I considered it, but, you know, back in in that time period, I I wasn't able to buy everything as it was coming out on the GameCube. Actually, that's fine. Sorry, go on. Oh, and I was just going to say, and I just didn't play a lot of card-based, like, deck builder RPGs Mm -hmm. or anything like that, but I'd be willing to definitely give it a shot, especially. Yeah. Considering who made it. (laughs) Yeah, I purchased that um, used back in the day 
after I'd gotten into Xenosaga. Um, and I did try it out, and it is quite gorgeous and fun. I need to find my copy and dust it off and give it another go. Nice. Were you going to say something, Chris? Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, one of my friends, I've linked them a few times in here before, um, completely knew nothing about Xeno series at all. I finally got them into Xenoblade 2 this last year, and they've been falling in love. After a long conversation mm-hmm. comes to find out, she was a massive fan of Baton Kaitos as a kid, actually. One of her absolute oh. favorite games. So it's funny. This is one of the few times where I've seen someone who's into Monolith, but it's not actually Xeno. And it's like, oh. Hi! Okay. What? <laughs> That's neat. So now I've, it's like the reverse, where most people play the Xeno series and then get into that game. I managed to get her into the Xeno series and then find out that that's her favorite game, which is really cool. Makes me want to play it. So I'll dump, really cool I'll dump 60. Nice. I'll pay more for it if they yeah. want me to. <laughs> I, would, I would buy the games again. Um, I, not gonna lie, I, I bought the first button Kaito's because... Ooh, Mama Soft. I love Xenosaga. This is going to be the exact same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's still really enjoyable. Oh, oh the music is also uh, one of the best soundtracks uh, I've ever heard. Well, I it's, mean, um, what soundtrack isn't good from Mama Soft? It's always so much of a banger. True. But Legendary it's, it's attention the, to detail. It's by uh, Matoya Sakuraba, isn't it? The, yes, the it's Dark probably Souls my favorite. Yeah, it's probably my favorite soundtrack. Yeah, Cause, well, because I always think of like his tales music, which is tales music. Although, is kinda... I didn't uh, play, yeah. I didn't play by by the titles. Oh my god, I cannot pronounce it. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I did hear some music from it, and I do remember really liking the style of music this game had. Was not there a song in Smash? Yeah, is there? I think there is. I was actually yeah. going to say that earlier. I was going to ask you guys. So yeah, I think there is. Oh my gosh. I, I was going to say, though, my, my best memories of Botan Kaitos was I, I was a GameCube owner, and also I, I couldn't own any other consoles because I only had enough money for the GameCube. And one of my memories of Botan Kaitos was like looking at how cool the box art, art was on the shelf in like game stores and mm. thinking about picking it up so many times, but not knowing. Re- and then it was, it was that combined with. Um, I used to get Nintendo Power, and that game mm-hmm. had a lot of coverage in Nintendo Power back when. And I remember looking at screenshots and being like, "Oh my gosh, this game looks just like insane!" Like the graphical style of it is something I've not seen in any other video exa- video games and such. And I remember seeing mm-hmm. like trailers play on store kiosks and things like that, and how like otherworldly and just out there everything in that game looked and it was always like fascinating to look at but i never got around to picking it up because i i guess just you know the amount of money i had and the amount of games that i was prioritizing because of how little that was to spend on games Mm. at the time but yeah i would i would very much look forward to seeing this game come back out re-release and playing it now yeah yeah that brought yeah. back like vivid memories for me of seeing it advertised in Game Informer back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I used to see it. I used to see it in Game Informer. I would even see it in like store ads too, but uh, I didn't play it at the time because I actually didn't have a GameCube until very late. In fact, that mm-hmm. the only time I was actually able to play GameCube games was when I got my Wii. It's saving here to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and I and I was kind of turned off from from it at first because. 
it was a card-based battle system and mm-hmm. I'm not really a huge fan of those though to be fair my experience with card-based battle systems is Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories and oh no, <laughs> I know yeah, that's not kind like, of like I'm a I, and I know multiple people have told me that like that's probably one of the worst examples of that sort of battle system so um, I'm willing to give Bain Kaitos another chance. I think, um, like, the first game, I think, that I, well, I think in uh, Origins, it's a much better system because each character gets their own separate decks of cards, while as in the first game, you have everyone sharing the same deck. Um, but either way, I think that I, I really like the system and totally hope you guys get to try it out one of these days. Yeah, yeah. I... I definitely, I don't play a lot of card-based battle games, but I, I definitely remember a few that I really like. Like, I would try at a friend's house and really like whenever I was younger or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. Lost Kingdoms, we played that multiplayer, and that was pretty fun. I think that was what it was called. That's it was like sounds... A, yeah, that was on GameCube, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was yeah. like an action card battler, and you got, like, four cards assigned to each slot, and you could basically summon monsters off them in real time. And they would do, like, their attack. It was really fun. Like, I mostly played the multiplayer of it, but I had a lot of fun with that game. I haven't tried newer stuff like Slay the Spire or whatever, like, things like that. But I know that in the roguelite genre, card battlers have gotten pretty popular again. So I could see this being, like, maybe bigger now than it was then. It also Mm -hmm. sounds like such a good fit for the Switch, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Switch is just made for long JRPGs anyways, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as they have a fast save save thing, that that would be great. Oh, the, it's the only thing I ask if like old uh, old games being ported to new consoles that they have a thing where you can save whenever. <laughs> please, please, we have the technology for save states. Let us have them. <laughs> yes. It'd be cool if they also implement a fast forward feature in it so that like you can yes. speed past animations yes yeah that would be very helpful and i don't it's not detrimental but if they were to like add any other things i would hope they would redub the first game because the first game's dub is really terrible and like quality wise and like I sound did, quality i did hear it and it sounded like people were talking in tubes it was yeah. It sad. It's. I think that's actually what turned me off from the game when I tried to start it. Yeah. I mean, Same when I saw someone playing it, but yeah. Yeah, I had. I remember the first time I played through it, I turned off the voice acting like a few hours in, and I've played through it a second time when I was on RPG Fans podcast, and I I suffered through it, and the voice acting just kind of like. During like some of the more emotional moments, it just kind of ruins it. So, I mean, if they don't redub it, that's fine. But it would be nice. Yeah. But Origins voice acting's good though. It actually was a vast improvement. Also, I am all about like voice acting options. Like, I can understand that maybe some people might have nostalgia for the original voice acting. Like, mm-hmm. um. Oh yeah. You know, kind of like when people replay RE2 and they're like, I want the bad voice acting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was actually thinking of, I think it was 
um, some lines from Devil May Cry Two or something. Where it was yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe they could. Maybe they could redub it, but give the option to have the old dubs. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> that would be funny. That would That'd be, be great nice. for like a popcorn playthrough. <laughs> yeah, popcorn playthrough. <laughs> yeah, that or like give give us the Japanese dub. That would be fine. As well. Oh well, yeah. yeah. With with like modern games, it's so easy to implement multiple <laughs> voices mm-hmm. uh, tracks that it'd be cool to have the Japanese one as well. Mm-hmm. We have the space now. On, yes, we on, do on our media. We do. Let us download it. <laughs> we have but, the technology. But then again, like it's this whole thing is just really a oh they they trademarked it, but we don't know yet yeah. what they're gonna do with it. But like this it'd be really the... cool if it's actually a remaster. Back during the Xenoblade Two DLC, I remember when uh, Xenosaga Three was trademarked, and everyone started to get really excited. And it was actually just because mm. Telos wasn't Xenoblade Two, so like. Yeah. There's always the chance this is actually not that at all. And that would be really As sad. long as it's not a Pachinko machine. <laughs> Plot twist. It's actually an update for Xenoblade 2 all these years later, and the protagonist is now a blade. Congratulations. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we get Callus as a blade. Uh, Burned again. Or he's a character in Smash. Ooh. Oh my gosh. That would be the most random thing. Or that would be wild. Kratos Pachinko machine. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why I said anything uh, but Pachinko Machine. <laughs> no, I will. I will say uh, if if a uh, Baton Kaitos gets a remaster, it'll be kind of funny to see that get a remaster before Xenosaga. Oh. <laughs> oh, it would be yeah. pain. My heart. It would, it would be pain. actually break. I know all the Xenosaga fans are going to be screaming if that R. happens. If, well, maybe if it sells, too, I'll be screaming it. with my money to tell them please make Xenosaga too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it does well enough, maybe that'll lead to a Xenosaga yeah. HD collection. But sign yeah. me up for fifty. <laughs> just, just, just a port of the PSN or something. I would literally just take a port at this point. Just a yeah, flat exactly. port. Something, <laughs> please. Like, flat port to multiple. Some easy way I can great. tell my friends to go play this game, even if it's PS4 exclusive from some weird mess. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just give me something, please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll should see. we move to our next point? All right. Well, I guess kind of our last point. Yeah. Um. So, this is also another thing that could be just a rumor. Just could be well, just be you know not leading into anything. But there was a recording of an orchestra. Do we know what was the name of that orchestra again? Blood. I don't have the article oh, in no. front of me. Yeah, that was on Facebook, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, but it was reposted here. Yeah, it was a uh, orchestra that had a recording for a Japanese game. It was called and... the... Sorry, I was going to say it's called the Bratislava <laughs> Symphony Orchestra. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so that... Um... The interesting about that is that uh, Yasunori Mitsuda commented on their post, um, so it seems like he might have uh, done a recording with them. Yeah, what... he said... Oh, sorry. No, no, go on. I was just going to say, he said, it was pretty rad, thanks, bruh. No, he said it was a great recording <laughs> session, thank you very much. 
Uh, so. <laughs> Translates the same, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. They laid down those sick beats. So I think the I think the the news on here is that um Yasunori Mitsuda is on Facebook and there we go. It is interesting though. I don't know how I wasn't paying attention twenty seventeen to all this stuff, so this could be someone saying it and everyone else just agreeing. The timeline apparently does match up with when Xenoblade 2's soundtrack was recorded. So, that would be interesting, if it is something related to that. Oh, and it also, it was a choir-only recording, and he, he does love his choirs and Xeno games. He does. Seems. Yeah. To so, be a fly on the wall in that recording session. Yeah. Plot twist, it's actually Xenoblade X3 because they had to get rid of Sawano. Oh. I mean, it's probably yeah. going to happen anyway, sadly. Oh, I'm gonna miss Sawano no. if they did that. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, Mitsuda would do a good job. He'd try his best. Yeah. I oh, just... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all do a good job. I'm just, you know. It's like, I would want some more Sawano mm-hmm. music in video games. It's just really good for... Especially, like, the style of game that X was, you know. It's just yeah. a really good fit. His music a, works very well with the uh, mech. It's a very crucial part things. of the aesthetic, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I guess it'd be weird to see Mitsuda try to match that aesthetic, but... Or just try something try entirely something. different. He wouldn't yeah. do it, yeah. I don't yeah, think no. he would do it. Or if we could get Kajiura back for a Zeno track, that would oh, be great. Please. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, man. But. Her music is so good. Girl <laughs> can dream. Yeah. But this, yeah. Definitely, there's some speculation to be had with this recording, so. Wait, Mitsuda is also oh, a Xenosaga composer, correct? Yes. yes. He did episode one. And Zeno Gears. <laughs> episode one. Episode oh. one remastered, this time with more music. Ooh, I, d- I don't oh. want to get our hopes oh. up after we just said we just want a bare bones port at this point, but like. <laughs> oh no. We're walking around the Wuggling Day and suddenly the trumpets from Pokemon, Ruby, and Sapphire <laughs> kick in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, exciting. Confirmed. We really don't know what this is. It's exciting. It, I, I mean, it really is about time. Is... It's been, what, four years since Xenoblade 2? It was 2017? Yeah, but there was uh, wow, the remaster of one in between that, but yes. Wasn't that and a separate, wasn't that a separate, it's like, not like a separate studio, but a separate team in Monolith? I thought that the main team was working on something else. Possibly. Possibly, I think yeah. that, I believe it was, I think they were, they were working on uh, Definitive Edition, uh, Torna, and some other project at the same time. They're also working on the I'll double check yeah. on that, but I believe that was the case. It's what is it? It's they're, May- they're still working on Red of the Wild too, as well. Yeah, it's like May sixteenth. It's almost E three time. I guess we'll see soon because if, especially if people's theory about like timelines matching up, Xenoblade two released in December. I don't think that would happen at this point. I don't think it's been revealed in time. But if it's supposed to be released sometime soon, like March 2020 or something like that, would be about now that we'd be seeing it. So I guess we'll know in about a week or two. We need to start manifesting for Monolith. It is like right before 
it is just before June with a bunch of E3 stuff happening. And Nintendo so. oh, is going to be at E3. Yeah, Wait, stuff's when, going when, to be a little wild. When is E3? Right. Exactly. In June, I believe? I think it's like June oh. 5th. Something like it's that. Like oh, first or second week. so soon. It's very soon, yeah. Soon. You better get those summon and Oh, okay, ready. my bad. I'm a little bit off. June 12th through June, June 15th. 12th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually oh, mid June. That's yeah. still pretty. Still, that's relatively yeah. soon. Yeah, it's still you really can still get soon. that summon in circle. We right? may yeah, have Zeno like Blade three and a Zeta Shrine Boys. So Less I just looked month. up E three, and did you guys know it's listed as nonprofit filing status? Bullshit. <laughs> um, that I have some thoughts on that, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. That's another podcast. <laughs> Join me Side for my communism podcast starting next week. Okay. Well, definitely hope have some high hopes for E3, but I I won't try to get my hopes dashed. Yeah, um, because often but... we go we go into these game events hoping for something to be announced, and then there's nothing, and we get sad. That's been me with Digimon Survive for like three years at this point, and I think we were supposed to get news oh, no. on it like two months ago, and we've heard nothing. So yeah, I've learned to just no hopes, just go in and enjoy whatever comes out of it. Yeah. Oh, Digimon Survive. One day you'll exist. If you've been (laughs) a fan for Xenosaga, you've been kind of conditioned for disappointment at this point. Yeah, after the Harada tweets, I've pretty much completely given up hope. But Xenoblade 3... Oh, Cosmos and Xenoblade 3! Good idea, good idea. More cameos. (laughs) I mean, after... Xenoblade Chronicles 2 it's it, I, I could see them keeping up that kind of thing where they're just like oh we're just gonna keep on throwing these in these especially cameras. if that it's a said, similar style um, or engine they can just take the assets and bring it over there is a slight and I mean slight chance we'll see another Cosmos cameo pr- really relatively soon because oh. remember how in the Cosmos episode we mentioned how there's a baseball game where Cosmos <gasps> is playable oh is yeah. there a new yeah. one coming right? out so they Let released a new one on the Switch, like very recently. Cosmos isn't playable in that game, but there are other Namco characters in there. So if they oh. make another one of those, maybe or DLC hey, if... or DLC. Hey, and if they do do make a, re- a remaster of Bot and Kaitos, Cosmos is in that game as a card that does nothing. Is she still gonna be a low res <laughs> PNG though? <laughs> Just it's a that. PNG okay. of a figure of Cosmos. That's the, that's the funny thing. It's... Wait, is it is it from the Orville Cosmos or the the, the No, this one? was before episode two, so it was like I think it's a figure. I think it's the figure that was with the special edition of Zenos episode one. Maybe they just put a Crestmos in there. Plot twist: they put in the Good Smile two Cosmos, and that's the only change. Actually, that they make. there is a picture of Makos in like. I don't know if it was in Origins. I remember Pierre posted a picture of it because apparently uh, Yasuyuki Hon uh, thought the reaction to that figure was hilarious, so they put uh, her in there (laughs) as like a painting or something. I'm just waiting for Cosmos versus Donkey Kong. (laughs) Oh, don't mention Donkey Kong. We'll have to talk about all those rumors now. Don't mention that. This isn't a Donkey oh, yeah, King the- podcast. 
could be. All right. So, is there any other things you guys want to bring up, or anything else uh, you want? To... I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. At least for now. All yeah, right. For now. Well, this is great. Um. So yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Um. Do you guys want to go around and real quick and like plug anything or? Uh, I know Chris, you wanted to plug something. Yeah, actually, um, I'm trying to get back into streaming. Uh, it's been a few months just because of personal circumstances. I'm trying to get back out there. So if y'all want, uh, it's Glitch Nebulae on Twitter or not Twitter on Twitch. Um, I'll send my link over so you can put it in the description because it's spelled a little weird. But um, okay, yeah, I usually stream like Monster Hunter, Pokemon, uh, the usuals. Um, maybe even your Automata. We'll see about that soon. So. Ooh. Ooh, I'll definitely watch that. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Jesse, do you want to plug anything? Well, I I know there's one thing we could plug, but well, yeah. what would you like to plug? Um. So, in case you haven't heard the news, the Xena Renaissance is happening, and it's happening over <laughs> at Godsib.net. Um. We got a lot of great. Um, Xeno projects people are working on um, discussion threads so come over and join us at uh, godsub.net um, and if okay. you have any interest in following me for some reason my twitter is at oridgeoxymoron nice alright uh, how about you Justin so I've been streaming a lot on retro roulette I've been playing the uh, double summoner Raido Kuzunoha games I beat the first one, and now I'm currently playing the second one. We're, we're basically playing these games in May to celebrate the release of Nocturne HD. So, yeah, uh, tune in for those streams. And also, yesterday, we were at uh, we were at KogaraCon. They did a digital version of that event, and we hosted Tournament of Voices, and it was a blast. People had a lot of fun. It was really, really cool. I hope somebody recorded it. Hopefully, KogaraCon recorded it, and then we can... Upload that on our YouTube. I know we did it for the Castle Point one that we did, and that's on YouTube. So go check out Retro Roulette. Uh, they also Anthony also has some new episodes up on that, anyways. So yeah, so check out Tournament of Voices there. You can see the VOD. Um, I think the VOD actually might even be on our Twitch. Let me check that real quick. Uh, Twitch is it on our Twitch? I don't think so i don't think they dual cast that one i think it was just no, on the kogara yeah it was just so yeah the, yeah the i think it was like kogara okay but uh yeah uh we'll we'll let you know if we can get the vod of that and we can upload it and so that uh those of you who missed it you can catch it but uh yeah otherwise that's everything going on with me okay cool uh how about you mary uh well i'm also I'm kind of taking a bit of a break from cosplay because with no conventions, I don't exactly have motivation to work on many of them. Um. So I'm mostly trying to get a bit more into streaming myself as well, but I'm slowly gearing up and stuff. And for now, it's mostly like random streams every now and then whenever I have time for it. But uh, I know that... uh, Something Justin did not mention. I will join. I know exactly what you're gonna say, and I just and I like it. Just clicked. I was <laughs> like, oh like, snap! I should mention that I too. I will join their uh, Zelda marathon thing, yes. and so will Nick. And yes. so and Justin will be there too because he's part of Retro Roulette, of course. Yes. So yeah, we're we're all gonna stream on there. I think it's uh, yes. 
starting the 1st of June, right? Yes, uh, June 1st. So we're going to be doing a Zelda marathon. Um, basically, we're going to play as many Zelda games as we can play until the release of Skyward Sword HD. And uh, we're going to go, we're going to hopefully go in order. I know some some games have to get switched, but for the most part, we're going to go in order and we're going to, we're going to feature each mainline Zelda game for three days on our channel. Um, whether the streamers finish them or not, we're just going to have them showing for three days on, on our uh, channel. We're still finalizing the schedule, so be on the lookout for that. That should be a ton of fun. We have a bunch of people in on it. We're going to be playing a lot of really cool Zelda games. Yes. It's gonna be cool. Like I'm really looking forward to it. Like, not gonna lie. Like I've never really been into uh, a sort of streaming project like that, so it's exciting. Nice. But yeah, that's that's something to look up, look up for. And I think I'm probably just gonna give my link to be posted underneath because my name's kind of long to spell. So <laughs> that's fair. I'll put it in the notes. Sounds good. All right. How about you, Nick? Well, as uh, May said, I will also be part of that, and um, I'll be streaming. It's it's looking like I'm going to be streaming a few Zelda games through that, but mine will probably be later in the lineup. Um, but yeah, you should watch the whole thing if you're interested at all. And I, other than that, I've not been doing uh, just a whole lot of stuff either. Of course, I've I've been helping Retro Roulette with a few small things, but nothing like big been doing some stuff for them a little um so yeah there, there's not much else other than that but i can also link my um my twitch for that they'll be hosting all that but we'll be using our own like individual channels for it just huh. to make things easier all around i believe so yeah and uh i yeah i can't really think of anything else off the top of my head right now to mention bigger than that so all right i will leave you with that Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, as for me, I don't really have too much. I've been editing the podcast um, and uh, working on articles with RPG fans. So I haven't really, I don't have a lot to share. I, I do want to work more on some of our, my other Zeno related projects, but uh i'm bad at time management but hopefully i'll get some stuff off the ground trying to be as vague as possible um anyway um so yeah this has been our round two of our news coverage for anything mala soft and xeno related um as far as our main series uh the next episode that should be coming out hopefully by the end of the month will be our dixon episode and then, just in time for Father's Day, we'll have our Baddie Daddies episode. <laughs> I mean, um, bad Zeno dads with a, little, a few good Zeno dads, but we'll have an episode dedicated to them later on. You absolutely have hopefully... to call it Baddies Daddies. I'm sorry. They're, you can't get out yes. of that. <laughs> yes, the episode will be Baddies Daddies. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we do plan on having recording a villain episode but we haven't gotten to it yet but hopefully we'll also be recording that soon but uh if you guys have any more uh suggestions or critiques or corrections feel free to uh message us on twitter at xenochat podcast or 
at our Gmail account, uh, zenochatpodcast at gmail.com. Um, again, thanks for listening and thanks everybody for joining me today to discuss this stuff. So, um, have a good night. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Bye.